We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio. We will talk uh, transfer portal, Ole Miss, obviously, with a couple big targets in town over the weekend. Jackson Dart, Michael Trick Jr., the two uh, transfers out of Southern California. We'll talk a little bit about that. Their visits wrap up today. The uh, Ole Miss men's basketball team losing to Auburn 80-71 to on Saturday night from the Pavilion. They had at least a, they had a 14-point lead there at one point, fall 80-71 to to the uh, the Tigers. Women's basketball knocks off Mississippi State in the NFL playoffs over the weekend as well. One game remaining, Rams-Cardinals tonight to uh, wrap up Super Wildcard Weekend, I think is what they were calling it. But nonetheless, because uh, you have the extra game now. But anyway, that and more coming up on the show. Show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon. Has for a really long time. Appreciate them, and they're trying to uh, appreciate you by giving you 10 bucks. Do that by taking a picture of the QR code right there at the pump, any Blue Sky location in Mississippi. When you uh, when you do that, it automatically opens up the Exxon Mobile app. 1,000 points, 1,000 points equals $10 there with the Blue Sky here in Oxford. Lunch specials, five sixty nine. Clean convenience store, great grass prices, and more. So, again, here in Oxford and coming to you in the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, a po' boy, a great appetizer selection, a great beer selection, full bar, all of that and more at um, – Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. And don't forget, if you're in New Albany, check out Rafters New Albany, hearing rave reviews of that as well. So, uh, on Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg Jr. watch, I assume. Again, they got in some time on Saturday, somewhere around 11 o'clock. They went straight to lunch. Um, blow by blow, hour by hour recap of that at RebelGrove.com um, of their uh, their visit. And uh, they'll, again, wrap up sometime today. 
class uh, starts tomorrow. I have no idea if they were to commit today how quickly they would get back or anything like that. I got no clue. Um, Ole Miss does appear to be in a really good position for both of them. Um, any type of smoke or scuttlebutt that has come out from around that over the course of the weekend alludes to that. And I, Neil, maybe I am not hearing much of anything Oklahoma related over the last uh, twenty-four to thirty-six hours there for those two. And it appears to be a two-horse race. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, what I can gather is that Trig is flying back to Tampa today, okay. um, and so that makes me think Dart is probably flying home to Utah today. Um, I guess they'll make decisions, or I, I shouldn't say that about Dart. I don't know that for sure. I I do know Trig is is going home today. He's not taking any more visits, which would appear to bode quite well for Ole Miss. Um, I don't know that with Dart. I've, I've reached out to people in his travel party, and nobody has responded. So he could, for all I know, be taking a myriad of other visits. I I, I don't have any clue. I, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. It's not what I'm hearing, but I can't I can't say that with any degree of confirmation. Um, we've talked about this. They've got time. Today's the 17th. Um. I would think you'd want to be in class no later than a week from today. That, oh, I mean, for realistically, sure. yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, but you've got some time. You don't have to be in class tomorrow morning to to survive the semester. You don't need syllabus day tomorrow. It's gonna be all right, right? Um, so you know, I would I would think I would think you've got a week if you're pulling the trigger on it. You've got a week to get your stuff together, and for them, they would facilitate the process of helping you find a place to live and your utilities and things of that nature. So I got a week. I would think you'd want to be in class and getting going by this time next week. That would be my guess. So I expect today to be a frustrating day. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm bracing myself for a frustrating day where people yell at us Um, because they're going to be in the air. They are. those, Those things take time. The planes go up into the air, and then they cruise, and then they land, and then well, you... they're Wi-Fi on the plane. That's true. Um, not always. Most of them have mes- messaging systems for free. Even you can send the yeah. I don't anticipate that will happen from the air. So I anticipate that if there are commitments that the players are going to want to do the edits and such, sometimes those take a day. Um, you don't think the edits are already done? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I have no clue. Do they want to do a video? I've, I've seen videos. Very Getting dr- good many videos. Very lately. dramatic videos. I would really love it. I would love it if young people who aren't athletes who are saying, you know, I'm going to go to school X for my engineering degree would make a video. Why don't they? Nothing stops you. Nothing stops them. It would be hilarious. If you had a social media presence, why not? I bet it. Kids, if you do that, send it to me, and I will retweet them all. Every single like one. Like the kid going into engineering school, and he has like this toothpick bridge that like blows over, and he comes out from under. Like, like, yes, if you'll send that to me, I will. I will put that. I will. I will make sure that is uh, sent as many places as possible. I'll even figure out how to load that like into Instagram and do it. I will send it everywhere. Send it to me. I don't care where you're going. Purdue, Washington State. The University of Phoenix, send it to me. I will, I will, I will retweet it. Absolutely. And there's no real indicator on the more the elaborate the video, the better the player ends up being, is there? There's no correlation either way. No, 
No. In fact, but, but I would because we had Deontay jumping out of a plane. I would go and the, at the other time, way. That was. I would go the other way. The more really? the more elaborate the video. I have no nothing to prove this. Just a gut feeling. The more elaborate the video, the better chance you're a total bust. Ooh. The better chance you're, you're saying a, you're a prima donna. Is that what you're saying? Well, is you that s- what you're getting at a little bit? A little bit, sure. Okay. Not a prima donna. Yeah, no, but a prima donna. Prima donna. Yeah, correct. Right, yes. correct. That's None of these kids are prima donna. You know, I've been kind of searching for like a life's purpose here lately. Maybe that's it. Maybe it is to publicize the kid who decides, you know what, I'm going to go to Northeast Community College. S- send me your video. I will, I, will, I will retweet it. The hats on the table, Northwest, ICC, Northeast. Yeah, just whatever. Whatever, however they want to do the announcement. But anyway, I, I, I anticipate it's going to be a day of waiting because no one's going to talk in those parties until... You don't anticipate talking. At least not until later today. I won't be surprised if they don't talk at all. Yeah. I've seen proof of this in text form from other schools. The kids now want to get paid for the interview. So that takes a minute. The problem with that is that it's not legal yet. They can't be paid for the interview. NIL has no rules. It's just you whatever. No, literally. So if, if, if let's say... Player X wants to come to Ole Miss, and he says, I'll do an interview, but I've got to get paid. Okay, first thing I've got to do is I've got to find a business to do it. Then I've got to get the paperwork filed with Ole Miss. I've got to make sure that he, But they're not enrolled yet is the I point. Have to, I have to make sure that his enrollment papers are in and that he is technically, in the eyes of the NCAA, a, a student, student athlete. athlete. Yes. Once that process is done, then and only then I can conduct the interview. Yes. So for people who are like, where is it? Where is it? Well, I, I can't do it until other. I mean, unless you want me to commit an NCAA violation and become a booster, which is my worst nightmare in life. So that's that's. And kinda, saying that, I feel pretty confident there have been situations where some Venmos get some some cash and we do some interviews. I feel pretty confident about that at different places. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, okay, so Grind says don't tell Texags that they're paying the players four to five figures for interviews. But the question is, are they are they doing it pre enrollment? Are they doing it legally? Yeah. Because again, I I've had this conversation with people. Like, well, just do it. Just pay them. Well, number one, I'm not paying them. I'm not paying them a cent of my money to do an interview. Not not one cent. I know people who have done that a lot. Yeah. Um and I don't know what you get out of that. But but no, if you want it to be NIL, it's gotta be done that way. Or else it's not NIL. It's just boosters paying kids. It's an improper benefit at that point. Mm-hmm. Unless you can prove that you're going around interviewing lots of other kids and doing those interviews and paying them too, who are not student athletes. At which point you could just be proved to be a sociopath, but you It would still be illegal though. It would, but in the eyes of the NCAA, it would no longer be an improper benef- an improper benefit targeted because of an a- of. A- but hold on a minute, hold on. Because a minute. of a student's athletic prowess. So technically, I'm I'm really curious here because I understand what you're saying. I understand the rule that you're referring to. However, you're saying that if I wanted to pay a kid twenty thousand dollars to go to Northwestern, okay, 
if I paid three other business school kids twenty thousand dollars, I could pay that kid twenty thousand dollars too. It would probably still get investigated. Okay, but that would be your defense. Your defense would be that one of them happened to be a football player. Yeah, I'm not being prejudiced toward him because he's a football player. Right. He happened to be a football player. Your, your number would probably have to be higher than three. But okay. if, you, if, if there were six kids from your community okay. and you paid all of their college tuitions. Yeah, sure. And one happened to be a football player. Yeah, sure. You, that might be your defense. Yeah. I can't help you. They football. would probably look at that and say, Oh, begrudgingly, okay. Yeah, you're an idiot because you paid five other numbers to get it done. But sure. Yeah. And if you could establish a pattern that in another, that, that, that your defense, where annually also, you're just doing well, this. Two years ago, you paid six kids to go to Northwestern, and none of them played football. Yeah, sure. And the next year, and then yeah, and then when they this come, year, when you, they come I back can't help. He's a defensive back. Yeah, if you like, look, there was one kid out of eighteen, and he happened <laughs> to play football. I mean, I, I just I love Northwestern. Yeah. <laughs> I want the kids from my community to go to Northwestern so much that I'm willing to pay for it. Yeah. At which point you would have so much money that when the NCAA came to your door, you'd be like, look, let's make this go away. Yeah. Sue me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. That's fair. See, I can't, I can't grind and Mark are both making comments about a certain organization where I've come to know some of those people and like them. I don't know that to be true. So I can't go there. Yeah, if so, that is illegal. It is 100% illegal. I mean, if it is as 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 stated, that is illegal. It's when you get into the whole fan site thing. I, I, I don't view my, as much as people like to throw that at me, and I know that's what some people say we are, I, I don't view us as a, you and me, as running a fan site. I view us as running a team site. I've had this argument with people like, well, the only people that read your stuff are fans. Okay, but that goes for anything. Right, but if I go to the Chicago I mean, Tribune, I'll give you a better example, the Athletic. I don't read everything at the Athletic. Now they do a lot of good work. Sure. What do I read? I read about the Cubs mm-hmm. primarily. I read about the Thunder. Yeah. And every so often I'll read something else. Yeah, sure. But I'm there to read basically Patrick Mooney and Sahad of Sharma's Cubs coverage. So it's basically my Cubs fan site. But if I were to call Patrick Mooney a fan site writer, he would lose his mind probably. Lose, L-O-S-E, not loose his mind. He would lose it, not lose it. So, there you go. That might be the way you do it, Grind. Every five-star athlete is going to come with a five-star mathlete too. Just tag team it. Make sure the mathlete gets in. That'd be good for the mathlete. That'd be good for the mathlete. Because in the whole scale, of, you know, whole structure of life, my money's on the mathlete more than it is on the athlete. Like if the return on investment over 50 years. It's also, as we're talking about this, uh, um, this thing, Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg are two different people. Like, I think they very possibly can end up at the same school here, but they are not a package deal to the point of you get one and you're guaranteed to get the other. That is just worth saying in case something goes weird here. It's why we think Trigg is ready to make a decision, not take another visit, but nobody's 100% sure what's going on with Dart because, frankly, he's not talking to anybody. All right, Alan's asking a question. I want to I want to answer this. This is important because at some point, I wrote this in 10 Thoughts, at some point some school's going to get drilled over this. I'm just telling you it's coming. Sure. It's not if but when. He says, how is paying kids for interviews illegal? 
Same as Corral asked and Campbell did through NIL. I'm not sure I completely understand what he's asking there. He's saying that Corral never actually did one, but he had that number out there that he would do it for a really large price. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, with, with Chance, we never conducted the interview, never exchanged funds until we had filed the paperwork through Ole Miss, through their compliance, through yes. their NIL compliance. Which then goes through the NCAA. Yes. So if the NCAA came to investigate, there's, pa- there's paperwork. In the same way that it's almost like using an accountant for taxes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I filed all my taxes. Yes. I mean, in short, as we're saying, it is illegal if it is done prior to them being enrolled as a student-athlete. It is legal if you fill out the paperwork and they are a student-athlete. Yeah, it's either NIL or it's not. And if you don't do the paperwork, it's not NIL. It's an improper payment. It's an improper benefit. That's what it is. So the people that are out there, quote, raising money for NIL, if they're not filing the proper paperwork, they're not raising money for NIL. They're raising money for a slush fund. It also requires an exchange. Yes, there has to be an exchange of goods. Yeah. What is that kid doing for you? Is he maybe promoting? It's, is maybe he it's doing a public whatever? appearance. Maybe yeah, it's just sure. social media. But you've got to be able to. You've got to be able to present a work product. Right. You can't just pay him and go nil. Yeah, it's an nil. We didn't really get anything, but we gave him three thousand dollars. Yeah, but you just gave him three thousand. No, you just gave him three thousand dollars. So you've got to. There's got to be a work product, even if it's, it's putting out a social media tweet about your completely bogus LLC. That that's fine. Yeah, I mean it's letter of the law. Yes. And it can be used in, like, if you're going by the book, and obviously nothing's by the book, black markets exist everywhere. Sure. And maintain. Mm-hmm. If anything, they get more complex when things become more legal, if you want to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, agree. Illegal, legally, sorry. You can use it as a recruiting thing if you're the school by going, hey, look, here are some things some players have gotten. Yes. While they're here. You sure. look at Troy Brown and go, well, our, the former guy, he had this deal with the Rogue and RebelGrove.com, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, but you can't go, hey, if you sign, you're guaranteed this deal. That is illegal. Yep. So that's what we're waiting on. And so, JM says you can just pay them because who's going to do anything about it? The NCAA is going to pop a school. They're going to get somebody. And if you're Ole Miss and you've gotten popped as many times as you've gotten, I don't know how you can go into this going, hey, let's just let's just roll. You've proven that you're a, a, an attractive target to them. Yeah, Texas isn't stupid. I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong. I'm just saying they can't pay the kid before he's a student athlete. That's it. That is illegal 100% no matter what if they do that. Right. They cannot pay a kid for a commit for a commitment interview. They can't. It's illegal. Because he's not enrolled in school yet. Yes. It is 100% illegal. Uh, there's no it. workaround to that. There's, it's illegal. It's can't, you can't do it. Yeah. It's an improper benefit. The only way you could do that is if you were to go find 30 kids from the Texas area who've committed to Texas A&M academically and, and, and interview them and pay them as well. Mm-hmm. At which point that would start yeah. becoming sort of stupid. And he comes back and says, this follows all the rules 100% mentality is what's holding Ole Miss back. They're not following all the rules 100%. You just can't be a complete and utter idiot. Drive 70. Drive 75. That's it. Yeah. I mean, do what you want to do. I'm just telling you, they're going to bust somebody. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely going to hammer somebody over misuse of NIL. Matter of time. Not if. I mean, they are going to Frankly, drop. Frankly, like, like I told you, I, if you told me to pick, I think, I think Kentucky gets hit. If you put me to put a gun ahead and said, hey, you're probably going to die because you have to get this 100% right, that's who I would say. Yeah. I would guess Kentucky. Yeah. 
be a fair guess. Yeah. The mid-level. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pelt, but it's not the big pelt. They're going to send that message at some point. So I think maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but we're not going to do it. I mean, here's what I'm going to tell you: is with this site, MPW Digital, we are not going to pay someone to do an interview. That's not nil. Just not. It's it's, it's just. Pardon my language here. It's shit journalism, and I, I I won't I won't go there. I just I I refuse to go there. So, bottom line is we. I I expect both players are going to commit to Ole Miss. Um, I expect they'll do it via social media. I expect a frustrating day with people going, "Where's the update? Where's the update? Where's the update?" And we just don't have one. But I would be surprised, based on everything that I've heard, if both guys don't transfer to Ole Miss. And if they want to be here by the spring semester, realistically, they need to be in class by. The first of next week. You think Lane was giving us a clue with the puzzle pieces this morning in his Twitter account? I did dissecting see, I, that. I did not see Lane's tweets. Yeah. In his Twitter this morning, he added two puzzle pieces at the end of it. That's like the emoji. It's likely. I think yes. that was a sign. It's probably a sign. Because last week he tweeted something about needing the puzzle pieces. Oh, and then today, today he just he imp- tweeted two puzzle pieces. Implied that they had the puzzle I, pieces. I'm, Is that what you inferred from his tweet? I think that is a possibility. I think that is one interpretation that you can make. If you, took like. that, you took that as one. I mean, I didn't go post it, but yeah, sure. You, you did one, not. It's one interpretation. That's true. You did not say sources, or in this case, it would be sauces. Sauces. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they're going to get them. I mean, all indications are they're going to get them. They're Frankly, they're out of time if they want to Hey, go. look, they've had a lot of luck with it. So this is not even a little bit of criticism. I just laughed when I saw this yesterday. They had the they, they had Dart and Trigg take the picture with the Aston Martin yesterday in front of Kiffin's house. And uh, they just parked it like sideways in the middle of the road. And I thought, I wonder how many emails went into any kind of like HOA or anything as that was going on yesterday. As it was literally just parked sideways. You could see the yellow line right behind the car. They're blocking the uh, the, 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 the road on Fazio. So, yeah, anyway, that was that was funny. Uh, all right, we got we got more. That's uh, we're just kind of waiting. Yeah, we both feel like it's probably Ole Miss for Dart and Trig. Um, things trending that way for the uh, the Rebels again. Just not hearing much of anything out of the center. So we'll see where the day goes. But before we do that, I'll tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You can look underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by BroThrow. It's a sports betting network, free to use. Really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. It's bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. Uh, we're also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to uh, deadsoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout, get 25% off your order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Also brought to you by Game Changer Patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market today to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patches used before or while you drink. The overtime patches used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to gamechangerpatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for uh, 20% off your purchase. 
We're also brought to you by ACS. It's Automation and Control Systems, LLC, Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. They're a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. So if you want to learn more, go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. That is on South Lamar in Oxford or on the square in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs that deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they take care of you with MedSync. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month, whether it be one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, you have everything you need there when you need it with G&M. Again, 662-236-2222. Uh, let's see. It was, I was playing around off the Kiffin thing because he did get letters back in the day for not having his garage door um, closed at proper times. Um, he talked about it in the ESPN article with Chris Lowe back in September or October. It was more the, the feeder for that. Um, basketball almost losing to Auburn 80-71. to on Saturday night inside the pavilion, the Tigers brought a lot of people to uh, to to Oxford for that one. I don't a know. I, I don't know a number, but it was a big number. So I will. I'll guess. Sure. Minimum twenty five hundred Auburn fans. I think it was that. Many. I do minimum. They were everywhere. That is a huge number. They were everywhere. It was it was impressive. I mean, kudos, no joke. And look, their team's really good. Ole Miss played in the first 18 minutes or so probably as good as Ole Miss can possibly play. I think Ole Miss led by 14. 14. Maybe 42-28, I think. Was, was that the, the biggest league? I think that was the biggest league. I'm pulling it up, but I'm pretty sure. I thought Carson said 16 at one point. And maybe so. And, and I don't know. I don't remember. Um, But Auburn just is relentless. They have – they have really they have two very talented post players. One's more of a wing. Jabari Smith is a wing. I can see why the NBA loves him. I think he went for fifteen. He had kind of a quiet. He's so smooth. You can see how in an NBA system, a twenty four second shot clock, open play, you you can see how he's going to be an an elite player. Uh Walker Kessler is going to play in the NBA. I mean, he he was dominant for Auburn. They and they did a lot of like just kind of pick and roll game and What's interesting about Auburn and where I think Bruce doesn't get enough credit is he has this roster full of guys that can contribute. And I don't know whether the guys are happy with their roles or whatever. I can't speak to that. But guys seem to embrace their roles. And he's got different guys that can come in. They're able to rest guys. They don't overplay Jabari Smith. They don't overplay uh, different guards. They, They bring different people in. And they can just sort of withstand you, and then they they can turn up their defensive intensity at times in ways that like, – I thought the key to the game was not the second half when Auburn ran away. I thought the key to the game was when Auburn chopped the lead from whatever it was, 14, 16. Down to but, seven or whatever, six Down to like seven. six points. Just boom, boom, boom. At in the, the half. Last two minutes of the half. Yeah, I thought that really changed momentum. And then Auburn came out in the second half and, and just sort of asserted itself. They're really good. I mean, Ben Craddock was kind enough to give Carson and I really good seats. And so we I took I took him to the game. 
and you watch Auburn play, and I don't know what they're, they're, they'll probably be ranked number one or number two today when the polls come out. I don't know what which which team they are, but they're one of probably eight teams nationally, maybe ten. They can win it. That have a legitimate shot to win the national championship. They're they're a, they're absolutely a title contender, no question. They're not a perfect team. They might even be kind of a wing short a little bit, but they've got some bodies. I like Flanagan's game a lot. I think he's a good player. Uh, the the point guard uh, is it Wendell Davis? Is that his name? Wendell something? Yeah. Um, he's quick, man. He is, and he's a physical player. They're 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 a good team. They're a legitimately good team, and I think Bruce is a terrific coach. And they they just kind of play with a um, green. Wendell Green. They play with a, a confidence that is um, it's palpable. When you're that close to them, you can really feel it. They they never panicked. There was never a moment in that first half that they thought, oh, this is getting away from us. This is just not our night. They just kind of kept grinding, kind of doing their thing. And, and um, on the flip side with Ole Miss. Real quick, it was just to clarify for everybody. It's at the 6.04 mark of the first half, Ole Miss led 38-24. So they okay. cut it to six or seven there in the last six minutes and then got it got it into a manageable number. So, yeah, Ole Miss 38-24 at the 6.04 mark. Go ahead. So, for Ole Miss, I think the most legitimate criticism of Kermit and his staff. Well, and real quick before you say that, yeah. you mentioned Ole Miss playing really well. I mean, look at their overall just numbers. Like, had you told them this going in, they go, this is what we would have to do to have any shot. Mm-hmm. They went 44% from the field. Yeah, thirty six percent from three and fifteen of fifteen from the stripe. What was the rebounds? They might, uh, might have won rebounds. Let's see. They had thirty two. Auburn had twenty seven. So Ole Miss won boards. Yeah. What was the turnover number? Auburn had six. Ole Miss had fourteen. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, Auburn's really clean with the basketball. Um, yeah, well, they didn't play bad. They played really well for about 32, 33 minutes. Yeah. Fagan was great early. They did some things. They, But the difference is, among the differences, there's two differences. One, Auburn has two NBA players on the roster at a minimum. Ole Miss doesn't. And then the other difference is that the end of Ole Miss's bench. Now, look, Robert Allen's out for the year. Jarkel Joyner is probably basically out for the year. Um. So those two guys are gone. Austin Crowley hurt his ankle and did not return. I have not gotten an update on what that looks like. It did not look good up close. So now you're down three guys, and then you've got these three freshmen on the bench on scholarship who are not at a place where they can help you yet. And I don't know that in today's college basketball you can do that. Can you bring guys in under the premise of development? They can't play at all that first season. So instead of a 13-man roster, you have a 10-man roster. And then when you lose three guys, do the math, you're down to seven guys. And you just get you just get tired at the end. Like, I thought Deshaun Ruffin got tired at the end. He played a lot of minutes the other night. And I think Deshaun's going to be a terrific player. I think Morrell is very close to being a consistently very good player. Um. And I think Brakefield's starting to figure out what he does well and doesn't do well. He'll still take some bad shots. Like, he took a couple of just really ill-advised shots. But Yeah, but, Ruffin, two of eight, one of five, 37 minutes. 
37 minutes. Yeah, he got worn out. How many minutes did, did uh, Wendell Green Jr. play? 29. It's a big difference at the end of a game. Those eight minutes are a big difference at the end of the game. Those are two segments. Auburn had two guys play 32 and somebody play 30, and that was their biggest numbers. What did Smith play? Uh, 32. Yeah. Six of 13, one of five, 15 points, 32 minutes. Yeah, he had a couple of threes rim out. He he has a pretty shot. I mean, he looks like the deal. Anyway, that's – People are doing this thing with, hey, don't talk about basketball, don't cover basketball. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that's professional on our part. And quite frankly, I don't know what we write that fills the gaps. It's well, the part of it's the part of this job, if I'm honest, that really frustrates me is that I don't know when people say that, I don't know what we're supposed to do in, in its place. And I still think that's a minority on don't touch it. Like that's the frustrated right. fan on a message right. board more than the average. Um I mean, I, I think you have to, you know, Kermit would probably bristle at that criticism. But I think the criticism, the legitimate criticism, is that you've taken guys at Ole Miss that look like guys that you would sign at Middle Tennessee. Sure. And I don't know in today's SEC that's worth doing. It's It's... It's where maybe he could take a, a, a page from Lane Kiffin. That appears to be Lane's philosophy, and I think it's nerve-wracking, obviously, to be this dependent on the portal. Here's the other problem, though, is for whatever reasons we'd like to go down, Ole Miss football is a more attraction portal option than Ole Miss basketball. It is. There's no question. That's what I'm saying. One just went to the Sugar Bowl. It's much easier to go pluck guys who are SEC caliber and play. But just to kind of play the argument out, but taking guys just to take them is a proven failure. When you sure. take guys and you give them a scholarship and they sit on the end of the bench like walk-ons, they're not giving you anything. You're better off rolling the dice, even if you come up empty, in the portal. If you can bring in portal guys that can play. And Ole Miss, look, Ole Miss is playing portal guys right now. Can you imagine this team if it didn't have nicer Brooks? Oh, my God. Can you, I mean, can you imagine this team if they didn't have Ty Fagan well, now? Looks like they're transfers. Brakefield, Fagan, Jorner. I mean, so Brooks. You, I so mean, you've got to dive in and do that. I, I, I think, I think, I think Kiffin's actually sort of providing a, a blueprint. They've got some. I mean, Deshaun's a high school guy. Matthew Morell's a high school guy. Uh, Crowley's essentially a high school guy. Luis Rodriguez just hasn't taken that jump. He's had injuries in his career, and he just hasn't. He'll have moments where you're like, "Wow, look!" He looks like he's about to take off, and then he just slides back down and becomes a role player. But you've you're in the portal, and I he might have to embrace the portal even more. Chet, you're making our point for us. He said Brooks, Brakefield, Ruffin, Morell would have signed with him. MSU, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's the next group that's the problem. Look, look I, I love you, Chet, but you, you're so determined to despise me that you don't even hear the words. So. It's the next group that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about got, a depth issue. He's got three guys at the end of his bench who can't play at all right now. Or they should be playing and they're not playing. And at this point, either one's a problem. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you got three scholarship guys on the end of the bench that sit there like walk-ons. And I don't know that in today's college basketball you can go do that unless you're fielding an NBA lineup at the start. At the, at the start. And they're not. They're fielding transfers. 
and two who started three guys that they recruited as freshmen and two transfers. And then Fagan comes off the bench as a as a, a transfer. So they're in the portal. They probably need to embrace the portal even more. But the problem is that everyone's in the portal. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten until you said it yesterday that Ruffin was committed to Auburn at one point. That it completely slipped my mind. Yeah, he and uh, Green are so similar that there would be no point in taking them both. That you, you wouldn't want to replicate that on your roster. And Ruffin's a guy who, I mean, he's still – I mean, he's barely played after the injury. I mean, he's going to get better as this thing goes through. They, they, they've got a nice one, too, with him and him and Morrell. Because um, Matt's starting to find that a little bit. I mean, you know, we're so instant gratification with basketball players, especially because they, frankly, should impact as freshmen most of the time. Well, you um, have to be able to at least get on the floor yeah, yeah, yeah. and play a role yeah. and, and be able to do something. And if you can't by the middle of January of your freshman year, assuming that you've been fairly healthy, then it's a decent chance that there's a misevaluation. Mm-hmm. That you evaluated a player to be an SEC player and he's not. That's that's that would be if I were to dive into it, that would be the thing that you would have to look at. And so when a when a coach because the, the coach's comeback would be well, we think in a couple of years he's going to be a really productive player for us. And I don't know that in today's college basketball at this level you have time for that. That would be that's the great argument. That's what football coaches are doing. It's essentially what Lane Kiffin is doing. Lane could have taken more of the quote three star player and be done. But he his dec- He could have filled that puppy up with high school kids. I mean, I think he could have, but the yeah, decision sure. that he made, whether it's the right one or the wrong one, I wrote about this. We're gonna kind of find out over time, because I think we're sort of watching an experiment in real time. Um we're gonna find out whether the portal whether recruiting the portal this heavily every year is a sustainable strategy. And the truth is no one knows. When people give you this defiant, no, it will never work, or this defiant, yes, it is genius, there's no evidence to support either one right now. We're watching it in real time, which is kind of fascinating, really, to me at least. Oh, no, he's putting together a recruiting social experiment in front of our faces, right? I think so, too. Yeah. And I it's year so one. I don't know. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, anybody. And frankly, you don't know till year two. Because again, we come back to the same thing too. I don't know we're all over the place. Is is Lane going to do this year over year over year, or is it going to be no? Now that there's a little bit more of a nucleus, I'm going to be more traditional with my recruiting. I got no idea. Yeah. There's no way to know that until we get into 2023. Well, and, 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 and frankly, he might not know that answer. Yeah. Well, it depends what's out there. And it might depend on. Well, let's look at the, how how did this work. Because to his credit, from day one, he said, it's like the NFL now. I'm going to grab some free agents. I'm going to draft. Yeah. I'm going to do some stuff. I'm just going to go find kids. Right. And you're going to piece it together. And you, it's dependent on what is available and who I can actually get. And this is where, frankly, the NIL ties in with it. Because the NIL is sort of like the, this is the salary caps and the offers and the whole so deal. So let's make this yeah, a yeah, baseball yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So you're, a, you're, a, you're Jed Hoyer. You're the Cubs general manager, president, whatever, and you walk into the ownership for your annual meeting, and ownership says, we have X amount of money for payroll this year. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right, that's, that's your number. We've got $215.6 million that we're willing to spend on payroll. Jurors, do what you wish. Well, if you go sign three cats at $30 million, 
and ate up a lot of your. You're going to have to have some young guys that are playing on the major league minimum, mm-hmm. or else you're probably not going to be able to field a competitive team that can withstand injuries and whatnot over the course of a 162 game season. I, am I making sense? Sure. Yeah. So if if your NIL is, hey, look, what we got for NIL is about whatever the number, is. whatever the number is. Might not be able to go into the portal and get the six of the ten most attractive guys out of the portal because they're starting to establish a market in the portal now. Things you won't hear on the NCAA.org commercials. With Emily and the whole deal. Yeah, they probably won't tell you about the transfer portal market that's being established. I'm just guessing. It actually feels more like high school basketball recruiting. Mm -hmm. Is what it's very similar to. Yeah. The shoe contracts and hey, this is the number. Yeah, this is this is what we can do. Take it or leave it. Because I mean, basketball was always more more illegal, if you will, but it also was much more straightforward. There wasn't as much cloak and dagger with basketball recruiting over the years. Ah, hey, here's I mean, whatever. Here's the deal. There's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and you've got (laughs) twenty four hours to. It's kind of like NFL free agency. You walk in the building, you're in the building with the Saints, as an example, and. They go, hey, look, here's the offer. It's on the table. It expires, frankly, the moment that you walk out of this building. Because we're going to bring in the next cat. We got we, we can't come up empty at Jack Linebacker or mm-hmm. at Strong Safety or whatever. We got to get a dude, and we have a list of three. Yeah, John's and, headed in here in like four hours. You cats so are scheduled to roll in one after the other, and if you take it, we're going to cancel Yeah, you're here class. first. We like you. We like you, so you got an opportunity. And so there's – I don't know. I, I just it's from a basketball standpoint, the the roster building portion of it is where I think you have. I, I think the questions are more apt than some of the other things that I hear about style of play and all of that stuff. I, when your freshman point guard's playing thirty eight minutes, your team's too thin. Coming off an injury. Your team's too and, – and look, he wasn't going to play 38 minutes. Crowley was going to play some of those minutes, and then Austin got hurt. But again, when you have dead weight at the end of your bench that's on scholarship, I think it's fair to ask questions about your roster building. And some of this is – and he, he would say this, and he's right. There was no way to predict, hey, Robert Allen and Jarkel Joyner are essentially going to suffer season-ending injuries – before you even get anywhere close to the meat of league play, no, they would be. I mean, and that's that's a more than fair. If those guys argument. are playing, that's a that's a pretty substantial. Yeah, if those guys are playing and you're healthy, then you can afford to sit three guys at the end of your bench as development. But when was the last time you saw a basketball team roll through a season with no injuries? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ole Miss isn't the only team in the country that has people getting hurt. Sure. Elsewhere in the SEC on Saturday, Arkansas goes into Baton Rouge, wins sixty five fifty eight. There over uh, the Tigers. The Razorbacks 12 and 5. They've already lost five games, but huge win for them. Kentucky just mauled Tennessee at Rupp Arena on Saturday. Kentucky might be all right by the time we get to March. Well, Saturday, um, I think it's at noon. It's uh, Kentu- Auburn and Kentucky, Kentucky and Auburn at Auburn. That will be a fantastic atmosphere. Yeah. And that's the kind of game that Kentucky, when they go on the road, they a lot of times you find out whether this is a Kentucky team that's going to have how much bite it's going to have yeah. in March. How they do in that kind of environment. Because his good teams, and I'm not talking about winning or losing here, yeah. but his good teams go into an environment like the one that they'll encounter on Saturday at Auburn, and they kind of get excited. Mm-hmm. And they show their fangs a little bit. Yeah. And it turns into... They're the hunted, and it's whatever. It turns into an absolute street brawl. And that's kind of what I expect here. Yeah. There are some signs that this team's pretty damn good. Yeah, Cats 
They're fourteen and three, but they win one hundred seven seventy nine on on a Saturday against Tennessee there at uh, at Rupp. State pulls off a huge win against Alabama, 78-76, one they kind of had to have to get back in the bubble conversation. Uh, Florida goes on the road to try to uh, get a little bit of salve there. They win in Columbia, South Carolina, 71-63. It's been a rough go for the Gators so far. But they're in good this, shape. Uh, they're, they're, uh, their net's 46. Yeah, they're fine. Right, They now. just aren't a top 15 team, which is where they were ranked at one point. Right now, there are nine SEC teams that have legitimate NCAA tournament hopes. Nine. Yeah, in order in terms of net. It's Auburn, LSU, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and Arkansas. They're all ranked somewhere between 4 and 54 in the net as of yesterday, Sunday. We'll mention the women in a minute. JM says, yo figured it out, why can't Kermit? Those two sports are not even in the same stratosphere. Just because they have a ball and a rim. Might as well. Be. That is the only comparison. No, no comparison at all. Yeah, they are not the same sports. Um, in in no way. The number of schools that are invested, and that does not discount what Yo has done. Not it's at all. Just the point that she's done a great job. Yeah, but it's a totally different thing. Yeah, that's not that's not the same. A and M sixty seven sixty four in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, the uh, the Aggies still winning fifteen and two now under Buzz Williams this season. Doing great. Yeah. Um, they're sitting at sitting at fifty one in the net. They're they're in solid shape. Missouri at seven and nine. They are not in solid shape. Pretty rough mm-hmm. for the uh, for the Tigers. Missouri's net, in case you care, and at this point there's no reason to, is two <laughs> two hundred and twenty one. Two twenty one. Two twenty one. So, if you are harboring hopes of an at large bid, yeah, and if you are, God bless you. You are one hopeful, optimistic son of a. Um, Tuesday's a must there, t- Tuesday can't be a L. Yeah. Vanderbilt 73, Georgia 66. The Commodores go into Athens. Scotty Pippen scores 13. Jordan Wright scores 20. And uh, Vanderbilt knocks off Georgia. Georgia 5-12. and 12. you got to think that's pretty much the end of the Tom Green era there I would in, think so. uh, in Athens. Georgia's net is 223 right now. Uh, so there's bombs in this. Yeah. Vanderbilt, by the way, they could talk themselves into it if they could make a run. Their net seventy nine. It's, it's yeah. boy, it's tough for me. I wish I could take Scottie Pippen and put him on a different team and watch him well, so with do, a nucleus. So do about several other coaches <laughs> in this league. I mean, <laughs> Bruce Pearl says, "Sign me up." Oh Jesus, we'd we'd, we'd be fitted for the rings now. Oh God. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the difference he would make for Tennessee's team for Alabama, A and M. I mean, Florida. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Buzz would go ahead and. Check the box. Yeah, because they, they'd be in. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, we put Arkansas in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no doubt. Nothing overly noteworthy from a Tuesday slate. We'll obviously look at this more as it goes on. But Missouri at Ole Miss, as mentioned, that's a six o'clock start at the Pavilion. Um, Carolina at Arkansas and Tennessee at Vanderbilt are your uh, Tuesday games. So not much there going uh, going on in, uh, in in that one. So whatever. Podcast brought to you in part by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Let them help you out on the buy side or the sell side of real estate here in the Oxford area. They will take care of you. Again, that is nickstanoxford.com. Somebody you trust here in Lafayette County. You'll keep Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates, 662-281-1200. Lamont's Fine Jewelry is located at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for almost three-quarters of a century, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, Children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com 
or call them at 662-234-2777. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, but the same people, same great products, and the same great service. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, get in touch with the people at Southern. It is uh, 662-429-4429. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. Again, mypinwealth.com. If you're thinking about um, some sort of a summer vacation, maybe you're thinking about spring break, maybe you're already even planning something for the holidays next year, you still have to have... um, a lot of knowledge about, especially if you're tra- traveling overseas, mm-hmm. you have to have some knowledge about what the policies are. Um, Novak Djokovic says hello. You want to make sure that you know um, what all the rules are. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated is completely locked into that. Probably going to be this week, maybe next week. I'm going to put the thread up this week, but we're going to do a, a travel show where we take your questions from the message board. If you have some specific questions for John, about uh, travel ideas that you have. He'll answer them. But if you want to get in touch with him today, give him some parameters and a budget and give him some options that you're thinking about, and he will come up with a lot of different plans just for you. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. They have a delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. We told you about it a few, a few days ago and tell you about a new product from New Orleans-based New Orleans Prime Shrimp. That is P-R-I-M-E. It's easy cook shrimp. No mess, no prep. You're just dropping a frozen pouch right there into the boiling water. Did it the other day. Less than 10 minutes went from freezer to on the plate for you. Shipped straight to your door in just a few days. It is delicious restaurant-quality shrimp that you can do on the fly, even if you're not an expert chef or anything else. They got the signature seasoning. That's what I've tried. That's what I've liked the best. They also have the French Quarter Alfredo. With that, you just make some regular pasta. You throw that on top. It's got the seasoning. Got everything in it. Ten minutes to dinner here with Prime Shrimp. And for this first week, this goes through Friday, 50% off your first order. If you use the code MPW, it's a valid until Friday. Always a money-back guarantee if you don't love it. If you order over four pounds, it will ship for free. So, again, go to primeshrimp.com. Check them out. Use MPW. And you can have dinner in less than 10 minutes with PrimeShrimp.com. Uh, let's see. Basketball. You see, we're basically in the portal they're talking about in the thread. In the por- LSU and Arkansas basically made a two-for-two two trade. No, what happened? Um, two Arkansas starters on their defensive backfield. I mean, it's not really a two-for-two, two, It's but it involves a, a team to be named later. Um, two players from... I guess it was two players because didn't McLaughlin? Yeah, two for two. Two LSU players transferring to Arkansas. Two Arkansas players transferring to LSU. Just trades. It's essentially a trade. If this were in pro sports, you'd be like, oh, the Braves sent two players to the Phillies. 
In exchange for in exchange for two players. That's the next move. We just allow trades. Be fun. What? I mean, I would laugh, but something tells somebody you. said it in the. Somebody tells you you can't do that as long as they're student athletes. But if you make this thing an affiliated pro deal, somebody mentioned it in the stream earlier. Um, it's it's hell on the media. You and I are hating it, but the portal is giving a bit of an NFL feel to it to keep mm -hmm. more people engaged because sure. there is no window here. It's just go 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 go. And it is extending out how long people are interested in college football, especially given the fact of the early signing period being taken away the buzz of February, that this is the new thing people are following in January. Because frankly, you know, it, it, it's almost, it's two, you have a pro, you have proven players. It's not the, hey, the high school kid might pan out, not pan out. No, mm -hmm. no, it's the quarterback at SC. It's the tight end from SC. Sure. It's, the quarterback at Central Florida. It's it's whatever you're doing. There's I mean, college Caleb Williams, video of these players. Yeah, they yeah. know these kids already. Mm -hmm. Frankly, it's taking it a little bit into a the way that baseball's draft never works out from a viewership standpoint because it's five years down the road and it's prospects and not going to play for your team tomorrow. It's kind of taking it a little bit like that, except not as bad, obviously, and put it into a free agency NFL type of mentality with this thing. So I'm, if anything, it's probably really good for the fans. It's just hell trying to keep up with it all the time. Yeah, and I think you're going to see coaches start to talk about wanting windows where the where the portal happens. I, I don't think coaches want this to be year round. I mean, I, I know they don't. None of them want this to be year round. It's it's too much. Here's what it has done. I wrote about this in 10 Thoughts. Is It's eliminated, essentially, the high school recruiting for February. Like, to my knowledge, there's not one player that Ole Miss is going to sign the first Wednesday of February. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of anyone? No. I don't even know a name. I mean, I think watch. they've got some walk-ons, some kids, some yeah, dudes, yeah. but so, not like, oh, hey. But well, not la signed. Last year, was it only Taiwan Malone? Yes. He was it, right? Yes. So, to my knowledge, there's no one that they're going to sign. Preferred walk-ons don't sign. They just enroll. Yeah. Just I mean, they do, they do their tweet thing, but they don't sign. Yeah, sure. They're students. From that standpoint. By the way, I may have missed this because I, I did not lock in on it throughout the, the holidays. Did Bryson Hurst ever sign? I have not seen it. Do we know what that means? Well, I had someone tell me that that I that I missed it, and I very well may have. I I don't know. I did not. I tried not to spend the entire holiday glued to the the Twitter machine. They have Jordan Lockhart, a twenty twenty four commitment uh, in the boat over the weekend. He put out a tweet and stuff yesterday. He did a tweet and a, and an Instagram. They do both. He did both. Were they the same or different? Appeared to be the same. Oh, were they? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we didn't, we're not at the point where we're doing two edits for one for each social media account. It did not appear that so. would maximize engagement more than the same one would. What are the odds that a kid who commits in the summer of his? I'm sorry, in the in the the mid semester of his sophomore year? What are the odds that it sticks? What, what odds would you put on it? Um, I mean, it's better than not. Sure, uh, it's better than zero. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take it. I'm just saying, what odds would you put on it? Eighty. Really? Seventy-five. Oh wow. Yeah, you always want to get them in the boat, and you go from there. I mean, you're going to lose some, but you're going to keep. For every 
and I get this is a bad example because it's a legacy, but for every kid who spazzes out and does something different, there's the DK Metcalf that just commits and signs and sure, whatever, and sure. it's, it, it is what it sure. is. So, yeah. Uh, people are asking about Timmy Gagafian, who's committed. I, I don't know. I need to ask about him. Oh, that's right. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what his situation is. Yeah, I've not heard his name in a while. So, what you're getting at with this entire show is you're going to absolutely do a video when Carson chooses his college and put it all over social. media. I would. He. 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 He would be he annoyed would, at. He you. would not do it under any circumstances. Carson's the type that if he were a five star athlete, he would just sign. There would be no. He wouldn't even do a tweet. I'm not sure he would even do a gram. No gram. I don't think he'd do anything. Notes out. No, he like would. De- thank all he, the- he would definitely not do that. Okay. No. I'm not sure he would even do a press conference. No press conference. No, I'm. I'm, I'm almost positive. Okay. I think it would just be a. The school would have to release it. Yeah. Uh, it's been talked about the thread, Ole Miss uh, women getting a an 80, 86-70 win, 71 win over Mississippi State yesterday. Uh, Ole Miss now 15-2 and two overall, 3-1 and one inside the SEC. Seemed absolutely destined for the NCAA tournament at this point, barring something surprising. Yeah. Uh, led by Shakira Austin, who's a top five WNBA pick um, when the draft rolls around, I guess, the spring. I don't really know what it is, if I'm being completely honest. So it helps to have elite players. Uh Yes, they um that's that's yesterday in their win over Mississippi State, Shakira Austin had twenty one points and Madam Madison Scott, who was a McDonald's All American, had twelve. So yes, that was paced by those two. Those so you're two saying players. it's optimal to have some of the best players in the sport it at does, that time. It does not hurt, yes. You would rather have them than than not have them if given the choice. Well, yeah, I mean, is that it's what being you're getting at? Like, it's like this is not rocket science. Everybody goes, you know, I mean, wow, Yo's really turned around. How she did that? She recruited like hell. Yeah, they have better players. So they are they are more talented than they used to. Yes, and it look, I, I, I give and her the talented players are making her look like a better coach. Is I that, give her is a that ton what's of credit because you recruited to a place that had not won in a long time. I mean, I covered. I mean, I covered their last NCAA tournament team, which was the I think the Elite Eight team under our mini back in the day with 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 Carol Ross um, when they lost to Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Uh, pretty sure that's the last time they made the tournament. They had been really really bad. I mean, she was playing managers two years ago, something like that. Um, it's been a pretty big turnaround. Obviously, Mississippi State's had a lot of recent success. They played for the national title. They broke UConn's streak there at one point. Frankly, surprised they didn't get a title during that run. And St- State was down a lot of players. I think they only had seven or eight guys, seven or eight players dressed out yesterday. But uh, a big win for the Rebels. They were up, I think, at one point sixty to thirty-two or something. I mean, they coasted in the fourth quarter, but they were up thirty-ish yeah. there uh, around halftime at the end of the thing. Yeah, and they outscored them twenty-three to thirteen, twenty-five to thirteen, and twenty-four to thirteen the first three quarters. I told you this yesterday. The only thing that really strikes me about it, I don't watch women's basketball, and and it just I just don't have nothing against it. I just I don't have time, and it's not a level of interest for me. So, but what's what's uh, which, what is kind of interesting to see is that it wasn't that long ago. It feels like a short amount of time. You probably have a better feel for how long it was than me. That I'd say three years ago, maybe Mississippi State came into Oxford, almost packing the the building mm-hmm. with fans. Yeah, and they were a national title contender. They were absolutely a, a title yeah. caliber team. Yeah, and Ole Miss was awful. Yeah, non existent. 
I mean, it feels like that was three years ago. Maybe it was more than that, but it feels like a short period of time. I know uh, McPhee McEwen was there at the time, yeah, sure. just getting started. Yeah. And to see that flip in such a short period of time is kind of, I mean, it's almost shocking. I mean, you look at it like, whoa, both ways. She's made Ole Miss a, a probably not quite a national title no, no, no. contender at this point, but a team that could make the Sweet a Six. A prominent team in the, in the, in the a, country, a, a team conference. Could, yeah, sure. A team that could make the second weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mississippi State has, has yeah. fallen off. And State's 11-5, and 2-2. Two and two. They're fine. Yeah. Um, they're not bad. I mean, I think they'll make the tournament. Yeah, just kind they'll of get kind of healthy. Just interesting to see how quickly she pulled it off. Really, it's a remarkable accomplishment on her part. Yeah, no, she's done a fantastic job in a number of ways. Continues to still be recruiting like crazy. I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not a women's basketball recruiting expert by any stretch of the imagination, but they've, um, they've done a really good job. Uh, currently fourth in the league, Tennessee, South Carolina, LSU ahead of them, and then Ole Miss, uh, fifteen and two, three and one, and up next for them is uh, they're at A and M on the twentieth, and then they uh, are at number nineteen, uh, Kentucky. After that, um, so back to back road games before they come home and play number seventeen, Georgia. The SEC uh, actually, I'm looking at their schedule, and it's. Really doable. They their their last four or five games. Well, their last five games prior to their their finish um, is 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 very doable. They've got a they've got a they've got a chance to win a lot of league games here. They do close their last game of the regular season is at home against number one South Carolina. So that is their uh, that is their senior night there in uh, in that one. Yeah, I mean State was putting yeah I mean six seven thousand in the hump there at one point for women's basketball. Yeah, I mean that was something that I. Kind of blew me away. I, I told you it reminded me of my childhood when I grew up in Ruston. When the Louisiana Tech, thing. the Lady Texters would just pack the place. They would be the the main event. They literally were the main event. The men's team that had a player named Carl Malone on it played the <laughs> five o'clock game or the four thirty game before the women, because the women had yeah. the big sellout coming for the night game, which was just. I remember thinking this is not normal. Yeah, it was Ole Miss's first win in the series since February of fourteen, and you're talking about a. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. they had not beaten state since February of fourteen. Oh wow! Um, and I, I, like I said, I used to cover women's basketball. It was my first student media beat. Um, I want to say in the series, Ole Miss won 50, 50 of the first fifty one. I believe is correct, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, something along those lines. I mean, because I got they. State was not very good, and Ole Miss obviously under Van Chancellor and a lot of those people, they, they, they won a lot of basketball games. Um, yeah, I think they won 50 of the first 51 in the series, something like that. And then I'm going to take up for her a little yesterday, too. She's still trying to build a mindset with this team. I mean, they still have not made a tournament. She's still building. She's still doing things. She's still, still trying to kind of get an edge to her program a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a huge deal, but several media – can't be a huge deal because how many people come in sport. But media members yesterday making a huge deal out of a quote. And I'm, this is maybe my number one pet peeve of anything we do in the media okay. is that we bitch and moan and complain when nobody says anything and they're boring. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says anything and go, oh, my God, they said something. Just let it be what it is. What did she say? Because it wasn't – okay, I'm going to break this down. The guy that covers State for the Daily Journal, he tweets the quote out. Okay. And he says it as intrigue to the rematch is the way he put it. Okay. Quote, 
I think we showed who's the best right now, and that's us. We plan on doing that again when we go to Starville. That's it. Did you wait, expect wait, her on. to say that she was planning to lose the game in Starville on February the 13th? Hold, hold on. So her team just dominated the game. They were up by 30. And she said, I think we showed we were the better team. I think we showed who's the best right now, and that's us. I we plan we showed... on doing that again when we go to Starkville. Yeah, that's a nothing burger. Again, what did you want her to say? Did anybody else make a big deal out of that quote? I would. I... Parrish said it was a quote that will never be forgotten. Again, what? <laughs> I mean, I know we were up I'm there. not sure I would have noticed the quote sitting in the room. I mean, I know. So I, they I, just won the game. <laughs> and she said, I think we're the best right. I think we showed we're the best quote, right. I think we showed Let's, who's the best right now. Okay, stop. Literally, this <laughs> quote came, I would guess, no more than 15 minutes after the final buzzer. That's correct. In a game where they kept score. Yes. And her team showed that it scored more points than the other team did in a game where the score started at zero. That's is that fair? That is correct, yes. And they won by 17? Is that right? They finished winning by 17 15. points? 15 points. 86-71 was the finish. So if you win by 15, you are better than the team that you just played right now. Uh, no. now that doesn't mean – she didn't say, I think we showed that we will dominate this game for the rest of time. I think we – no, okay. So the, the rest of the sentence, the rest of the statement is, we, we plan to do this again, or we hope to do this again, what would she say? We plan on doing that again when we go to Starkville. We plan. They are going to plan to win when they go. Otherwise, what would be the point of going? Why spend the money if you have no intention of even trying to win? You come up with a plan to win, right? When you come up with a game plan, the game plan is to win the game. And here's how we're going to try to do it. We're going to attack this or we're going to do, run this. Yeah. When we go to Starkville, we would like to do the same thing we did today. Well, you will strategically plan to come up with a strategy that would result in you winning the contest. That's correct. That's a quote that will never be forgotten. That was correct, yes. Hmm. I mean, there's nothing to that quote. That's that. It's fine. I mean, good for her. But there's, if anything, that's her being diplomatic. I mean, I, I would argue that's not even trying to have an edge. I didn't hear the tone. She could have gone stronger if you really wanted to in the room. I mean, well, of course, she could have come in and said, I mean, if you want a, a quote that no one's going to forget, I just want everybody to know. We took some beatings over the last few years, but I told you this day was coming, and we just kicked their ass. It was a lot worse than 15, and we're going to go to Startville, and we're not, let, not, we're not taking Yeah, honestly, it. I'm a little pissed. We were up 30. And we when let we get, it slip when we get to bit. start, but we will not take our foot off the accelerator. Okay, now. <laughs> and as long as I'm here, we'll never lose that game again. Yeah, well then. That's Dan Mullen stuff, you know, where people people never forget that. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, I think we showed who the better team is right now. and uh, We plan to do that again in Starville. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that yeah. is literally so moving on, that one three one really kind of got got up you know heavily helped it. like okay that's literally a coach going in and saying you know our team played really well tonight we really hope to continue to play like this moving forward yeah we'd like to win more games by fifteen points that would be awesome yeah I bit, almost said something I bit my tongue good for me did you. Yeah, I, something came to mind, but I, I stopped. You don't want to do it? No. I, I, no. 
I mean, it's not even when, like, it's not even like Enzo that time talking about how you don't spend money in Star Wars or whatever. It's like, now you're just being stupid. Like, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. There's nothing there. Well, apparently. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. And maybe she wanted there to be something. I don't know. But I have no idea. But there's nothing in that quote. Okay. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C dot com. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, portal controls, network security, and much more. So get the best center around. Call the office for details if you're in Lafayette County. Again, that's N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Also brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. And you can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They are the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. There's no cost to you as a candidate, and everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022, and you can contact them at 662-832-5138. We're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or at therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine seeing something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment, financing available at CorinthDental.com. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery. That's JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Remember, it is king, king, king cake season. For some reason, that was hard to say. They're here. You can find out more on their Instagram. That is at Johnson Hill Creamery to, uh, to see uh, all their urban options, see pictures of them more. They look fantastic. You can uh, go ahead and get those orders in now. They're ordering all the way through March 1st, which is Fat Tuesday. Just 24 hours notice. They've got uh, lots of different flavors, lots of different sizes. They've got the minis. They've got the large and plenty more. So, again, that's JohnsonHillCreamery.com right there off <clears throat> White Oak Lane or on White Oak Lane right off Molly Bar in Oxford. All their cheeses locally made in-house. Lots of different add-on items, some great stuff, the spiced honey, the pepper jelly, and more. Remember, all their cheeses use brown dairy farm milk and more. So, find out what all they have to offer. That is JohnsonHillCreamery.com. 
662-419-9201. You know, what's funny about this is the more intriguing back and forth, if you will, was actually this. I'm, I'm reading through the Daily Journal's game story on this. And um, Doug Novak, who is the uh, the coach at Mississippi State now, um, after whatever happened with their coaching situation, I don't know enough about it to have a thing, is um, they were without – I don't know if it's Dina or Danae Carter. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sorry. But anyway, either way, Novak had a quote, and he says, um, I don't want to make excuses, but not having Danae Carter in the middle is a big factor for a team like ours. We can do what we did with Jakara for some time, but it's a long time for someone to be in there for 40 minutes. They asked Yo about it after afterwards, said, hey, do you think that would have made a difference mm-hmm. had they had whatever? And her quote, it didn't matter at all. She's, what, 5'10", a freshman? How's she going to stop a number three, in my opinion, number one draft pick? That's the better quote. Yeah. If you actually want to even build something around something, that's the better quote. If you're building a story for the next game that they play, yeah, there's, that's your, the there's quote. your angle. Yeah. Although all that um, McPhee McEwen is saying there is, look, my player's a great player and nobody's stopping her. Yeah. Which is trying to pump more confidence yeah. into her player. Hey, yes. go go dominate. She's because you have to also she's probably sitting next to Shira Austin when she's saying this and it is she is speaking to well, her. You always, when you have a great player, yeah, you a lot of times. Yeah, we don't care who's in the middle. My, my, well, we're, we're, we're handling. This. Yeah, a lot of times you, you're tr- the message you're trying to send to your player through the media. There is, hey, no one can stop you. Just go dominate. Show up and dominate. Because that's how. I mean, look, if they're if Ole Miss were to make the Final Four, that's their path. Yeah, is her dominate? She goes nuts. She and, goes wild and dominates games. Yeah, yeah. As every said, I feel like she's factual. Yeah, she's just telling the truth right now. Yeah, none of this is incendiary. No, not even a little bit. She didn't call anybody. I mean, she didn't say anything negative about anybody. She didn't say, "Oh no, that girl can't. That girl sucks." <laughs> She's a freshman. Good luck. Yeah, which is also a little message to that girl. Like, hey, okay, you know, good luck. Yeah. So that when she starts dominating, she starts thinking, you know, I can't stop her. We have a problem. Yeah, of course. Mm. What was that? I don't know. Something like shifted a little bit. Maybe the house is about to fall in. That would be sort of par for the course these days. <laughs> Foundation issues. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at this point, like, that'll be another $3,500. Oh, really? Okay. Well, whatever. At this point. Uh, let's see. We'll talk more NFL tomorrow because we got one more game left to uh, tonight in that one. Um, Rams-Cardinals. You pretty in? Rams-Cardinals? Uh, I mean, I'll give it a shot. You know what kind of bugs me? The NFL playoffs, the first round, had some blowouts, had some bad games. Yet everybody goes, oh, NFL playoffs the greatest thing in the world. And for the record, I love the NFL playoffs. The weekend coming up is the best weekend in it the is. NFL. But people go, oh, if you expanded the college playoff, it'd be a bad game. It drives me nuts. Both of the college games, the semifinals were kind of blowouts, yet nobody does that. Nobody goes, oh, those games suck. They're blowouts. You'd still get really good playoff games. The 8-9 game would probably be a great game. The 6-11 game would be a great game. Ole Miss, Oklahoma State would have been a good game. Of course. Even though but neither one of those teams was probably going to win the national championship, it doesn't take away from the fact that it would have been a great playoff game. Oh, we do get the Mannings tonight. That's right. Yeah. 
So if I watch, that's what I'll watch. They'll, Not the regular game. No, no. The, the Mannings will have will be given an opportunity to lure me in. But it's going to have to be a good game. That is a good point in like regular person height world because I feel it from a, from a men's level. Gender says is, is, is she's 5'10", supposed to be an insult. If you're it's a, a good point. If but. you're a post player in college <laughs> basketball, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not in the real world, but in that world, yeah. He's 5'10". That's like the guy that goes, hey, he's just 6'4". A lot of guys are like, man, I'd do anything to be 6'4". Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you're, if you're playing the five, that's an issue. Yeah, but you if you're it. a power forward in the NBA, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. I don't have any thoughts on Javon Baker's visit being asked. He's supposed to arrive today. That's it. That's all I know. It's today now. Yeah, the weather prevented him. Okay. From getting here yesterday, he spent the weekend in Florida. I've not seen, I've not seen anything, yeah, about him. So I don't. Forty Niners Cowboys was entertaining, incredibly no, it, entertaining. It was very entertaining. I'm a little bothered by the Cowboys narrative that the end of the game, the official cost in the game. No, 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 no. Your penalties cost you the game. Your sloppy play cost you the game. Your inability to establish um, a um, your your inability to establish a running game cost you the game. Dak's first half turnovers cost you the game. No, no. You the, the official at the end. No. Officials aren't supposed to run with the football. Dude. And he was hustling. It drives me insane. You had no timeouts left because you But why are you hustling? Why do they change their speed in the last two minutes? So it that, makes so, no sense. So that he wouldn't be criticized. But that's my point. Then why don't we run with ten minutes left in the first quarter? I don't. I'm not arguing. I, I completely it's agree stupid. with you. You're I, benefiting the offense. But had he done his normal pace, people would be losing their mind. The point was, is he still? You ran a running play with 14 seconds and no timeouts. What'd you expect? And then the Cowboys are like, even if you'd been given one more play, you, what you were going to have, you were going to have one play to throw a 30 yard touchdown. You were going to have one play. Let's not act like the odds were stacked in your favor there. Would any of this, anything you've seen to this point change your predictions for the rest of the way? Uh, No. Have they set times for... Yeah, I'll pull that up right now. Oh, yeah, pull that. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think Green Bay beats the beats the Niners. All right. So next weekend, here are our times. Okay. On Saturday at three thirty, we get Bengals at Titans. Kick it off. Okay. You're in. Locked in. You're all in. If Carson didn't have something to go to, because again, we'll talk I about it more tomorrow. To, to the game. We'll talk about it more tomorrow, but. Burrow was really fun on on Saturday. They're a Again, fun team. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to it. But yeah, no, it's they're there. fun. And for them, house money in Nashville. You get a night game in Lambeau for your nighttime. Seven fifteen Niners and Packers. That's yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a good game. All in. Their their defense. Because what happened yesterday is you were right. We were talking about the Rams. Same thing happened. The 49ers were just a tougher team. They were the more mm-hmm. physical team. Yeah. They 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 showed more aggression yesterday. Cowboys Cowboys are soft. A little soft. I did love the meme that was going around the internet yesterday that said that Tom Brady's daughter has held the Super Bowl trophy more than the Cowboys have won playoff games over the last 25 years. And she's eight. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. 
Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday, the winner of tonight, Rams and Cardinals, they will head to Tampa Bay to face Brady and the Bucks on, um, on Sunday at two o'clock on Sunday. Okay, and then all in your nightcap five o'clock on Sunday, five thirty. Sorry, Bills at Chiefs. No, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> the Bills, and again, now look, they're playing a Patriots team that is only elite in terms of what they've done in the past. They disposed of the Patriots in a way that a Super Bowl caliber team disposes of a average team. Just methodically. Just, just yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna. It's up on the board a little bit. I have zero, 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 zero problem on Hugh Freeze defending himself against Godfrey the other day. No, no, it was completely the right move. Not exactly at all. how he did it. None at all. We had Dawson as a freshman. He played behind Evan Ingram, and yes, he didn't score a touchdown. And he was a walk-on. Yeah. And so if you want to criticize Ole Miss for not offering him a scholarship, well, then you have to criticize everybody, everybody else. else, too. Yeah, Tennessee didn't offer him. He's from Brentwood. He was a high school quarterback yeah. who did not look like a college quarterback. And guess what? He, he wasn't. He was all tied in. He followed his brother, right? Correct, yes. He was the brother. He was the brother. Yeah, Luke. He, he decided to walk on at Ole Miss. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah. Quickly. But to say that Hugh did not use it. It was not Hugh's fault that Dawson Knox did not score a touchdown in college. No. At all. No. I mean, Hugh was gone, as we well know, after the 2016 season. No, he, I have no problem with him defending himself at all. Or congratulating and, Dawson on becoming a really good tight end. I mean, no, he, I have no problem with that. Like, whatever. No, of course. He, he was doing his job. He's he's connecting himself to a player that is now really good in the NFL. It's fine. Sure. Got no issue there. No, I have no problem with it. I don't know what what Stephen was doing. That but that narrative is that people stretch it out so far. I I, I don't know what I think about the lane and Hugh back and forth at this point because it won't stop. But Oh, they went back and forth? Well, they did their snow pics yesterday. Did you not see this? No. Um, Lane took a picture of Vaught Hemingway under the snow, and then Hugh quote tweeted it um, with a picture from his – because he lives right on the Liberty campus, on like kind of on the mountain overlooking the football stadium. Okay. And he took a picture of the snow-capped Liberty Field from his house okay. and put – viewed from my home or whatever with like a microphone. He didn't do the drop part, but he did like a microphone because Lane – they've been back and forth. And then – I, I did kind of actually find this part funny. They, um, uh, somebody asked Hugh, said, "Are y'all friends or rivals or what here?" And Hugh said, "Friends," and then put dot dot dot. I think, lol. Um, <laughs> and Lane just came back with the gif of the woman who does like the heart and like makes the heart thing. So they were going back and forth, but yeah, I, I don't know where I'm falling on this exactly, but it appears to be the thing will not end after. Uh, the Sugar Bowl tweets at one another, the uh, the fish, and then now yeah. uh, this. So it's it's been it's been a bit of a two weeks um, in this. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I got I got I mean, nothing. I don't have any problem with any of those Hugh Freeze things. That's fine. I, I mean, whatever. Because Lane Hugh tweeted a they got a commitment, right? So he held up a fish, and then Lane held up a bigger fish. I believe that was correct. So yes. this was his way of saying, well, I have a better view. Yeah. I, I, okay. I Fair enough. Whatever. 
it started with something about sugar bowls and Hugh won his or something. I don't know. Oh, like, there was okay. some something or other. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially playful. To the best of my knowledge, yes. I don't think either one is overly worked up about it. Yes. No. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't think. I don't I don't think it's changing anybody's day. Um I mean, because I'm like, frankly, all serious, like both of them really like Twitter. I think we were just kind of playing. Yeah. But, and it's not the worst thing for Hugh Freeze to be attached to Lane Kiffin on Twitter. No. Um, uh, look, Hugh had success at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the end was the end, but he he had success at Ole Miss. For him, there were good a, days. For him to abandon that success would, as a recruiting tool, would be stupid. Yeah. And no one's accusing him of that. I've always never thought Hugh Freeze wasn't a bright guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no no. There's no issue with that. I I just I just don't the the people that lock in on the. I'd have to go back and really study the 2017 season, the Dawson thing. Yeah, but part of what you'd really have to dive into with that season is that there was so much else going on. It wasn't just football. Like those, everybody was really distracted that year. I'm not defending Phil Longo, but every single day that Phil Longo went home in 2017 from his office at Ole Miss, he had to think to himself, where am I going to be in December? Mm-hmm. Do I need to be looking for a job? And I'm sure he was talking to people about jobs. I mean, he was a bit distracted. What's your first blush, Bills or Chiefs? And we'll break it down tomorrow. But Oh, I, I mean, flip a coin. I mean, I, I, I think it's going to be a classic. Because both, really both teams are playing really high level. If you told me this was the Bills' coronation moment, I'd buy it. Okay. But if you told me that the Chiefs aren't ready to let go yet, look, they've been to the last two Super Bowls and they've won one. Them losing a Super Bowl last year does not end the dynasty. We have this tendency to really overreact. Well, that's it for them. That doesn't work like that. They're still an elite team. It's got a. I wonder what the over under on that game will be. Uh, I don't think I have one yet, but let's just quickly look. Could be a lot of points in that game. Whichever defense makes a play or two is going to be the team that wins, probably. The NFL. Let's see. All right, we. I don't want Super Bowl odds. I want weekly schedule. I don't want futures. I want odds. Okay. Uh, tonight, if you're curious, the Rams are giving three and a half to the uh, the Cardinals tonight in uh, in that one. And then what do you want the over-under in which game? Kansas City-Buffalo? Yeah. All right, Kansas City-Buffalo. Kansas City has opened as a two-point favorite okay. in this game. So they're getting two points for home field. That is correct. And the over-under is 55. Ooh. Yes. 89% of the money is on the over. I so kind of like the over there, Yeah. which makes me wonder if Vegas knows something. 59% of the money is on the Bills plus two so far. Oh. Kansas City at 41. So that's what that's at. Real quickly, let's just see where the money's at for tonight because I'm curious now. What's that Bengals line? Is it out yet? Yeah, I'll get it in a second. Okay. Um, 55% of the money is on the Cardinals covering the three and a half tonight. Okay. And then uh, 67% of the money is on over 49 and a half. That's a low total tonight. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and Rams and Cardinals. And then, as you said, the Bengals and the Titans. The Titans are favored by three and a half. 52% of the money is on the Bengals plus three and a half, so basically even. And then the over-under in that one is 47 um, in, in that game, 47. Mm, yeah. So, Titans 12 and 5, Bengals 11 and 7 on the uh, on the season. So 
More tomorrow. Hopefully, we have some uh, recruiting news for you. Hopefully, to go this today goes better for us than we anticipate it going. Um, we'll see how the day goes. We're, we're braced. We're braced for poor. Um, we're braced but, for getting yelled at. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. I know still some snow in some areas, kind of with the places that listen to us. So, hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me. We all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.